It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Another chance for the Orlando Magic to show growth and consistency. Another step back. Another roadblock they placed in front of themselves. It's time to break down a loss of the Charlotte Hornets. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 15th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic fall to the Charlotte Hornets, and they really have no one to blame but themselves. All credit, of course, to the Charlotte Hornets. We'll get into why the Magic lost and why the Magic are seeing repeated problems and what they can do about it. And, of course, we'll go through the box scores. We always do after games. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA. The Orlando Magic are a young team. Mistakes are expected and, and, and to some degree tolerated. Um, you know, tolerated to the point of you make the mistake once, you learn, and, and you grow from it. But for the first time all season, the mistakes really became too much. Um, for the first time all season, Jamal Mosley, could you could see the frustration written on his face, you could see the frustration written on so many players' faces. And while, yes, this team is really competitive, they made what was tur- looked like a blowout into a game where Charlotte had to make some plays down the stretch, which they did. But for the, but for the first time, for one of the first times this season, Houston game, the New York game, uh, were, were the other two times, you could see the Magic's frustration written all over their faces. Before we dive too deep into what I'm about to argue or what I'm about to say here, all credit goes to the Charlotte Hornets. On an eight-game losing streak, coming into the Amway Center, a place where they got blown out a few weeks ago against an Orlando Magic team that was feeling pretty good about itself, probably too good about itself. They came in and took it to Orlando. They put pressure on the Magic. They annoyed them. They frustrated them. They put Orlando in a posi- in the position that they were to beat themselves, to do what they did that cost them this game. Because as good as, Char- as good as Charlotte played with their ball pressure, with their defense, they left every door open for Orlando. They gave up offensive rebounds. 
They missed three-point shots. The Magic were down by 19, had no reason to be in this game, and cut it down to, I think, seven at one point in the fourth quarter. Really made Charlotte a little nervy. And, and of course, Charlotte made some shots. LaMelo Ball hit a couple really big shots, really tough shots. Um, The Magic just made their margin for error too small to complete a comeback and, and pull out a game. And yes, this is the kind of game where good teams would figure out how to win it despite having a bad game. The Magic had a bad game, and they cannot win when they play this poorly because for all the things that Charlotte did, this game is about all the things Orlando did to itself and all the things Orlando has consistently done to itself throughout the course of the season. 22 times. I want to repeat that number because my encoder is breaking, but... The Magic turned the ball over 22 times for 20 Charlotte points. That's during all the turnovers, but still missed opportunities. Those are all missed chances. And the Magic have settled in in this early part of the season as the second worst team in the league in turnover rate. Only two teams have a turnover rate great, higher than 17%, and that's the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets. As I will explain later, for the Magic's turnovers, it's not necessarily about the number of turnovers. It's the conversion off of those turnovers. We'll get to that here in a bit. But these are all missed opportunities for an offense that, while gaining confidence, has a lot working against it, especially with that Paolo Bencaro out there. The Magic simply cannot win a game when they play like this. The Magic simply cannot win games when... They are giving the ball away on one out of every five possessions as as they were in this game. Every time it felt like the Magic were building momentum, they would make a mistake. They would give up a turnover. They would do something to put them back in the hole. Unable to sustain momentum. Unable to make that final push and make that final run. And really, they didn't make a run at the lead until the late third quarter. Charlotte was cruising and not really having to do much to maintain or grow their lead because... Orlando kept getting in their own way. Like I said, turnovers are the biggest issue this team has. Everyone recognizes it. Everyone knows it. But in this game, it just felt like Orlando was always climbing uphill. Again, credit to Charlotte's defense. They pressured. They put Orlando in spots. They sped up Jalen Suggs. They played much faster than Phoenix or Dallas did. They looked to make the Magic uncomfortable, make the Magic make fast decisions, Um, which they are not good at, especially with their lack of point guard depth. As good as Jalen Suggs can be, and as good as the passes he can make, Jalen Suggs can still be very loose with the ball. Jalen Suggs still struggles a little bit with defensive pressure um, and struggles to get the team organized and into their sets. And he had one of his worst games in a Magic uniform, to be perfectly honest. Um, uh, as, As bad as he has played at times for this team, this was a really just really, really bad game from from a guy that the Magic needed to play well. But it really just goes beyond that because the problems Monday night were not just about regular mistakes or trying to make a home run play, which again is something the team has talked about, trying to make a home run play to bring back the deficit instead of making the simple plays. And, 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 and as Jamal Mosley says, dominating the simple. This was simply about a lack of execution, attention to detail, and effort. Yes, the Magic tried and they, they play tip to whistle. They play tip to buzzer and that's great. We have that as a given now. That, that that we expect them to play hard and 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 you know if they have bad moments they will make up for it with effort and they will they will find their way to get back into the game. That's fantastic. 
But this game was also just about a lack of execution. A lack of attention to detail. They've played together long enough. They know each other. They know what they're supposed to do. There's just a lack of focus. And that's probably the most disappointing part. Like I said, Charlotte, uh, the Magic committed 22 turnovers for 21 Charlotte points. I apologize if I got that wrong earlier. Um, they had 18 fast break points compared to four for Orlando. These are numbers that prevent the Magic from winning basketball games. These are numbers that keep them from executing and putting themselves in the position to win. These are numbers that show just how much Orlando was climbing uphill. And like I said, it, it, it's not so much the number of turnovers. The raw number of turnovers is, it's a problem, but that's Orlando's current opponent's points off turnovers at 20.3 per game. In wins, the Magic give up 15.5 points off turnovers per game. In losses, it's 22.2. So you can see it's significant. The bottom line is this. The Magic lost Monday because the Magic beat themselves. The Magic didn't read Charlotte correctly. They didn't play Charlotte correctly. They didn't handle the pressure correctly. But the Magic beat themselves at the end of the day. And that has been the case over and over and over and over again this season. Where the Magic are showing potential, like I've said throughout the course of the season, showing much more good than bad. Not in this game, but throughout the season, much more good than bad. But it's things that they do. An offensive rebound at the wrong moment, a turnover at the wrong moment, a, a drought or frustration drives or frustration shots or anything else. It's those moments that are costing them games and costing them the chance to improve. And it's very clear that this team has to be better. And being better is wholly within their hands. We're going to go through the box score coming up next. Talk a little bit about uh, individual performances as we break down the Magic's loss to the Charlotte Hornets. But first, a quick word from our pals at Sweatblock. Rarely, uh, rarely has have I been outside, and, and I know the cold front is coming, and I'm very, very excited about the cold front, but for the last four or five months, I walk to work almost every day, except when it rains. I walk to work, and I enjoy being outside. Orlando, downtown Orlando is very walkable. I love to be outside and enjoying the Florida sun, but the Florida sun is unforgiving. And especially when you're trying to get to work, the last thing you want is pit stains either either on your back or underneath your arms when you're getting to work. When you go outside in Florida in the summer, it's a workout. There's just nothing you can do about it. And that's why Sweatblock is so valuable, especially for us here in Central Florida. Sweatblock wipes were invented by a doctor and they're guaranteed to work or you don't pay. They call it Sweatblock. They call it the Sweatblock Dry Shirt Guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, whether it's just walking outside in the Florida sun or something even a little more clinical, try Sweatblock risk-free today. You can save 20% off with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. That's again, 20%, that's save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON. At, that's with a space, by the way. At sweatblock.com, also available on Amazon if you want to try these products. Today's podcast also brought to you by our friends at Rocket Money. 
we're all trying, we, we all have all these subscription services. It's, you know, it's, it's nice to bundle them all in some type of, I don't know, cable service or whatever, but uh, we all have all these subscription services and sometimes we forget we're even paying for them. Those monthly charges are automatic. They, they just go on your credit card. If you're not checking, you don't know it's there. We sometimes forget to cancel that subscription or forget that we even have it. So that's why you should use Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, to clean up all of these unwanted subscriptions. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. So to cancel subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As we always do, we're going to have to do the painful thing and go through the final box score here as the Orlando Magic fall to the Charlotte Hornets 112-105. to um, like I said, Charlotte really took control of this game from the very beginning. Orlando was not in it uh, at all. They never led in this game. Um, they, they, look, effort isn't the issue. Um, it, it is a little bit uh, in this one. We'll get to that in, in, the, in the last segment here. But um, the, the team just didn't have the attention to detail and execution they needed. Just from the start, Charlotte really put pressure on them. They played with more urgency. They played with more effort. Orlando just struggled to match. It just felt like Orlando wanted to be comfortable and Charlotte kept making them uncomfortable. Turnovers were just a huge story over and over and over and over again. And again, when you're looking at this game, Orlando Orlando just had bad games from players they can't afford to have bad games from right now. Um, and just really bad games, not just regular bad games where it's like, okay, we could cover it with this guy or this guy can step up and make up his his minutes. It was just bad game. It was just bad games all around. Um, like I said, I, I mean, I'll start with Jalen Suggs. He did good. He did some good things, but two points, one for ten shooting, just could not hit a shot. Could not get you know was getting to the basket decently. Just looked sped up the entire night. To be perfectly honest, again, great credit to Terry Rozier, especially great credit to Lamelo Ball. They did a very good job making him uncomfortable, making him speed up, making him kind of make go, go too fast, and, and that's honestly where Suggs struggles. Suggs has looked good when he's been able to be composed, get his base under him, kind of like work his way through the progressions. When you speed him up, he is going to make mistakes, and I think teams around the league are going to realize this, and again, this is an area where the Magic need a Markel Fultz. You know, Markel Fultz does not get sped up. He deals with pressure really, really well. Cole Anthony does a decent job at it too, although not necessarily as a passer. Um, it's it, it, it's this kind of stuff that the Magic are missing in, in a major way. So again, sucks. Two points, one for 10 shooting, missed all three of his three-pointers. Five rebounds, seven assists, but the big one, five turnovers. Um, again, five of the Magic's 22 turnovers coming from Jalen Suggs. That's killer. That really just that really just hurts you, and it's hard if you're it's hard to be successful in your point guard is turning the ball over that much and not really giving you much else offensively. Again, he made some nice passes. 
Um, but Suggs consistently goes for the home run play rather than the simple play, and, and that's a big thing holding this team back. Uh, Bull Bull. This was Bull Bull's worst game in a Magic uniform. 14 points, 5 for 13 shooting, 2 for 6 from deep, 9 rebounds, but 6 turnovers. He did add 2 blocks as well. Um, Bull Bull did just enough offensively to keep him on the floor, but his turnovers were really bad, and they were all just kind of non-focused turnovers, like a, a botch dribble handoff, a, a, a pass, a home run pass that he just should not be making at this point. Um, you know, his his defense has been bad. Um, you know, he's a good shot blocker, uh, but he consistently kind of finds himself in the wrong spot in help side. Um, he'll give up cuts past him. Um, you know, I I think Bull Bull should be part of the rotation. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just think the Magic need to more liberally sprinkle him in there. Um, it, you know, I, I'm eager to see this team back to full health, get Gary Harris back in that starting lineup, kind of settle settle him down, and then bring Bull Bull as kind of a changeup off the bench. I think I think that would be really really good. And, and this game just kind of confirms that that you know you're you're really as good as Bull Bull has been, and he's been good. You're really rolling the dice with a lot of things when he's out there. And 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 again, this game, Jalen Suggs was really bad. Bull Bull was really bad. That just kind of drained a lot of the Magic's offense and drained a lot of what they were trying to do um, overall. Uh, Franz Wagner continues to play really, really well. Um, you can see his frustration in this one, and, and, and again, look, he's, he was not perfect, but he was someone that kept the Magic in this game. 23 points, 9 for 17 shooting, 4 for 4 from the foul line, 6 rebounds. He did have 3 turnovers as well. Um, I, I was following, I follow a couple of Hornets writers. They were all like, you know, when Franz Wagner gets downhill, there is no stopping him. And 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 that is just very true. If if he gets ahead of steam going into the paint, he is going to finish at the basket. His finishing at the basket this year, especially these last two, maybe three weeks, has been incredible, has been elite. This guy is very, very good. And and you know, again, he's maybe not the primary attacker um in the way that we think Paolo can be or the way that Markel can be, but he he is going to get his and he's going to find a way to contribute. And Franz Look, the Magic got a decent game from Franz. They got a decent game from Wendell Carter. 20 points, 7 for 10 shooting from the foul line, 5 rebounds, 4 assists from, from Wendell. Um, the more, the, when the ball was in Franz and Wendell's hands, the Magic were fine offensively. When it was in Jalen and Bull's hands, they were not. That's It's 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 really that simple. The game really breaks down that simply. Um, Franz and Wendell are good decision makers. They're good players. The Magic have keepers in them. So, so again, the more that they touch the ball, the more that they're active. Uh, the better it is for the team overall, even in a game like this. Uh, off the bench, some really good performances. Mo Bamba, 14 points, 5 for 10 shooting, 10 rebounds. D- Mo's played really, really well. Um, you know, it's out of rotation for a little bit. He came back in. He is playing really, well, really, really well. He's kind of found his 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 place in his center. He was really key to keeping the Magic in the game in the first half um, and, and putting them in a position to maybe make a run and maybe get back into this one. So uh, I... I really like the way that Mobamba played. Um, he's been playing really, really well overall, so a lot to like from him. And then RJ Hampton. Um, look, RJ Hampton, I don't know why the Magic have been you know, messing around with his minutes the way they have. He has played really well. Every time he stepped on the floor in games, at least, he has performed and done exactly what the Magic want him to do. Orlando, we're going to get to this line change thing coming up here in a minute, but Orlando did a full line change three minutes into the third quarter. Jamal Mosley, very upset with his team. They come out with Bamba, Ross, Houston, Harris, Hampton. Hampton was the star of that third quarter, kept the Magic in the game, gave them at least a chance to make a run um, in, in those 10, you know, 10 or so minutes, in those nine or so minutes that he played to close the third quarter. 
10 points, 3 for 7, shooting 1 for 4 from deep. Um, just made things happen. Um, and again, the raw numbers tell you that he played well. The eye test would say, like, like, look, this guy is doing everything you ask for. He's not, he's you know, turned the ball over once, but he's not making the same bad decisions and mistakes that he made last year. So if the coaching staff is, is afraid of using him because of something from last year, honestly, RJ Hampton has proven that he has made that growth, that he's made that progress. And, and frankly, it, it probably should be rewarded and should be given a chance to grow. You know, I, the way that this roster is made up, I, I kind of feel like Orlando wants to see what Caleb Houston can give them, what Kevon Harris can give them right now. They know what they have in Hampton. So maybe when this team is healthy, they will settle into rotation where Hampton is a little bit more involved or a little bit more used. But, you know, as a lot of fans would say, well, if the point is to try and win, RJ Hampton is going to give you the best chance to win. I can't disagree with that right now. I, I don't have a good answer. I don't think Jamal Mosley's answer after the game explaining why RJ Hampton is getting minutes is particularly satisfactory. It just it felt kind of manufactured and 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 a canned response, um, which you know they right maybe it should have been. Um, but Hampton Hampton has earned a, a clearer look. He has he has made some dramatic improvements. He he played the fewest minutes in this game at ten twenty one, and he was one of the better players. Um, you know that 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 should say something. Orlando shoots 40.9% from the floor, 14 for 36 from beyond the arc, 19 for 23 from the foul line. The Magic's problems were really just decision-making. You, you, you kind of look at that a little bit deeper. The Magic were just 2 for 10 on fast-break points uh, for, for 4. They had 40 points in the paint on 20 for 44 shooting, so missing a lot of shots in the paint that they would normally make. And then the big key would really kept Orlando in the game, 34 second-chance points. They had 22 offensive rebounds, 7 offensive rebounds from Mobamba, 7 of his 10 rebounds from Mobamba. The Magic did a lot of good things here. Like, look, there are positives to take. Orlando kept themselves in the game except for their turnovers because even their defense, you know, their defense was bad and had bad moments. Don't get me wrong. The Charlotte shoots just 47.7% from the floor. They're 7 for 35 from beyond the arc. 21 for 24 from the foul line. The Magic's biggest issues were turnovers, 22, and, you know, I jinxed them yesterday. Rebounding. 14 offensive rebounds for Charlotte, leading to 18 second-chance points. Charlotte with 64 points in the paint. That's your difference in the game right there, is the turnovers leading to fast breaks, leading to points in the paint. Orlando just struggled to keep Charlotte out of the paint. Charlotte to lock down the glass. That's a recipe for uh, for, for disaster and a recipe for mistakes. Yolanda Magic still probably should leave this game thinking we should have won this game. And so we're going to talk a little bit about accountability and how the Magic kind of go forward from here. We'll get to that coming up here as the Yolanda Magic fall to the Charlotte Hornets, 112-105. If you play daily fantasy sports, most of those traditional daily fantasy sports games are these gigantic, humongous pools where you, know, you, you do your best under the salary cap to put together a great team, but... You're going up against professional players. You're going up against guys with multiple entries. You're just lucky to get your money back. That's why I don't play those normal daily daily fantasy games and why I really like prize picks. Because with prize picks, it's you versus the projections. It's you versus the numbers. It's you versus the house alone. You're not dealing with anyone else. You're, you're really testing your skill to predict and look ahead to NBA games, NFL games, whatever. Here's how the game works. You pick two to five players and whether they will go, whether they will score more or less in their prize picks projections. It could be points, it could be rebounds, it could be assists, it could be touchdowns, it could be yards, it could be anything. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus projections, projections available, and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. And even winning back your money is fairly simple and 
actually happens quite often. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer with the World Cup coming up, WNBA, NASCAR, and a whole lot more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. They have safe and fast withdrawals, and they're currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports today. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. So don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So, you know, one of the things that Jamal Mosley has talked about, and, and I've seen some complaints about this on social media, and, and so I think it's worth addressing a little bit here. Um, one of the things Jamal Mosley talked about throughout the course of the offseason was accountability. Was, you know, if you make a mistake and make it again, you're going to sit down on the bench, you're going to talk to the coaches, you're going to learn from that mistake, and someone else is going to get an opportunity. Um, it's it's that simple. And, and, and I think we saw that play out in a meaningful way for the first time on Monday. Uh, about three minutes into the third quarter, um, Orlando was treading water again. Um, they weren't really making any moves. They weren't really playing with focus, and they got burned in a major way. Wendell Carter misses a wide-open three. That happens. You live with it. But Charlotte immediately sparks a fast break. LaMelo Ball leaks out, gets a three-point line. Jalen Suggs is sunk into the paint, but LaMelo pulls up and hits a three to give Charlotte a 19-point lead. Mosley, at that point, pulls all of his starters and goes to an all-bench lineup to, to make a point that, hey, this effort is not, accountable, is not, is not good enough. We're going to find someone that will play with the effort that we need. And like I said, that bench lineup did a good job. The bench, Every player off the Magic's bench had a positive plus-minus. R.J. Hampton scored 10 points in those 9.03, I think it was, in the, in, the, in the third quarter, and was really good. Bo Bamba was super active. Those guys were playing well and didn't turn the ball over as much as the starters. But accountability has been a, a big issue this season. And, and, and I think even Mosley has mentioned it or, or, or joked a little bit about it that part of the problem is there's, there's no one on the bench right now to force that accountability. It's hard to pull Bull Bull right now because who are you putting in for him? Admiral Schofield? Um, you know, again, it's, it's, it's hard with such a depleted bench to make those calls and make those statements. So much of what the Magic are doing right now and so many of these problems are going to get solved with health. And, and I hate to say that, hey, just, just wait a couple more weeks for Markel Fultz to get back. Because that's, that, that's just frankly an excuse. But that is also the reality. 
When the Magic can slot Bull Bull off the bench or Jalen Suggs as the backup point guard or backup combo guard next to Cole Anthony off the bench, that's going to make everyone look better. That's going to hide this team's flaws a whole lot better than we've seen so far. This team has had to figure out how to play roles that they're not comfortable with, that they're not used to on the fly. And to do that in the NBA is just... So extraordinarily hard. Like, I, I, I don't think we're appreciating how special what Franz Wagner's done this year is. Like, beginning of the season, he couldn't bring the ball up the floor against pressure to save his life. And it's still an area where he struggles. But you watch him now directing and leading this offense. It's just incredible that only a month ago, Franz couldn't do any of that. Like, Seriously, like take a step back and appreciate how special Franz Wagner is just, just for a moment. I, I, I will wait. But this Magic team knows they can do more. This Magic team knows that they have enough to win games. And so you could sense the frustration that they haven't quite been able to break through, that they haven't quite been able to figure things out. Um, as I've noted, I, just, I do think Jamal Mosley is doing a good job. And, and I think he is managing a lot of different things. And, and, and I've told people who ask, like, oh, why aren't they winning more? So I was like, well, some of these rotation decisions or some of these ideas that they have is because the season's not about this season. As much as we would like it to be, as much as this team should be a lot better record-wise, they're trying out different things. They want to see Franz Wagner as a point guard, even if it's not working. They want to see Jalen Suggs as a point guard, even if it's not working. They want to see the jumbo lineup with all its positives and all of its negatives, just so they know what they have. And, and, and that's really where we're at. Is there's a lot of experimenting going on until this team gets healthy again. And when this team gets healthy, there's going to be an adjustment period for sure, but that's when we'll really see whether this team has taken a step forward. That's when we'll really see if this team has something to, to really build around or to build up from. That's where we'll see if this team can make something out of this year. Like, uh, I will make this point again. Um, I know I made it online or I made it to a few friends. There's only two and a half games out of the final playing spot. And, and yes, it, it does look like 500 is going to be the number early on. If, if we're making some projections here, I would say 500 is probably going to be your play-in number. You're probably going to have to have... I would say 40 wins is the is the low, but it looks like 500 is going to get you to the play-in tournament this year. Um, so yeah, Orlando has their work cut out for them to make it up, but it's still so early, they're more than capable of doing it. And, and as we saw in 2019, it only takes one really good 20-game stretch to, to get you in the playoffs. It, 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 it's, not, it's not a giant leap. You know, you just, you just tread water enough to get there. But that's not the goal for the season. The goal for the season is to get better. And certainly, there are still a lot of areas for this team to get better. And there are a lot of things that the Magic have to be held more accountable for, both the coaching staff and the players, as far as getting this team to that point. But it's November. It's still the first quarter of the season. There's still a lot more to improve upon, to grow from, and to build. And I would continue to say, like, look, I know patience sucks because <laughs> this team should be better than it is right now, but the goal is to be better in March than we are today. The goal is to see these turnovers and these turnover problems and these ex- and these execution issues 
begin to diminish as we get deeper into the season, as we get to games that are hopefully consequential and more important. That's ultimately what we care about and what matters. But getting there is a struggle. And right now, it's a frustrating one for this team. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himway, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this week, Phil Frost. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.